You're listening to Crossroads International Church Podcast. Welcome. We hope this podcast will bless you from wherever you're listening to it. For more information, go to our website at xrds.nl. And now, let's get into the podcast. Today we start our vision month. You know, friends, every year we take the month of February, we set this month aside to consider, to reflect upon, to pray through, to talk through. God, where, where is your heart for us? Where would you lead us to put our resources, our energy, and our strength into this year? And I just want to say that this is not just me waking up one morning uh, thinking, oh, well, you know, this is what all of us should be doing. Not at all. This is a long process that usually starts in, in September. So that culminating today, this started last year, September already. Praying, fasting, reading, researching, planning, discussions with leaders and volunteers and staff and elders. And together and collectively, we come to this point where we feel, God, this is where you are leading us and this is your heart for us as a community, and that brings us to this day. And so it's a special month for us, and I really ask that you um, kind of get into it. I mean, so much is going to happen this month. As I said, we, we've got a week of prayer and fasting starting tomorrow. Uh, today, we are going to have communion together. We are also going to, and this for me is such a beautiful, beautiful moment and I ask you to, to really consider this carefully, where we pray together a prayer of covenant, a prayer of recommitment to our God and to one another. We're going to pray that prayer together again. I think a beautiful and appropriate thing at the start of the year to say, God, here I am again. I want to say to you, here I am. We're going to pray that together. That's what happens. We've got a community Sunday next week. There's so much that goes on during this month. We've got volunteer and sign-up Sundays. All really us saying, God, what is your heart for us? And here I am. Count me in. Take me and lead me. It is the month of February, the way I see it, a beautiful moment of being community. Let's be together and be community. So I want to read for us a verse uh, from Psalm 92, verses 12 to 15. The righteous will flourish like the date palm. Why does it say a date palm? Well, because we know date palms live long. They are upright and they're useful. They will grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Why a cedar in Lebanon? Well, we know about cedars in Lebanon that they are majestic and they are firmly planted and rooted against the storms of life. Planted in the house of the Lord, 
they will flourish in the courts of our God. They will still thrive and bear fruit and prosper in old age. They will flourish and be vital and fresh. Are you getting the theme? They are living memorials to declare that the Lord is upright and faithful in his promises. He is my rock and there is no unrighteousness in him. In John's gospel, chapter 15, verse 1, you'll know this passage. It's a familiar passage of scripture. Jesus said, I am the true vine and my father is the gardener. It's not just a random image that Jesus pulled out of the sky. Right throughout Scripture from Genesis chapter 2 verse 8 already we read, God the Father planted a garden. So this idea of God himself planting, cultivating, nurturing, we find right throughout Scripture. And I've been thinking about it, and the thing that intrigues me about God, the gardener, planting, nurturing, cultivating, the thing that intrigues me about is I wonder, uh, you know, why would God choose to let things slowly grow when he could have just simply created them fully grown, in full bloom? Wouldn't that have been easier, Lord? I mean, why on earth would he go to the trouble to plant and see things sprout and grow rather than just commanding it into existence in full bloom? He could have done that, right? But he didn't. Because the process of becoming matters to our God. Growing. Developing, maturing is important to God. God loves to watch things grow. Our theme for this year. And can I say to you, not just this year, but really we want to push this beyond. Because wrapped up in this idea of growing is the biblical idea of discipleship. And that's the heart of the matter for us. And for us, it's so much bigger than just this year. We want to begin a journey where everything we do, whether it's asking you to sign up for something or community Sundays, whatever it is, this course, that course, is all about our growth and our discipleship, becoming the people God created us and destined us to be. So that everything ties into that. Us becoming more like Jesus. We want to be a community that is focused on helping one another grow spiritually in our relationship with Jesus. And everything that we should be about, everything that we put our time and energy and resources into should be towards that end. Helping you and me grow and become more like Jesus. Let me ask you this question. Who here has 
some kind of an exercise plan. We started the year with some kind of an exercise slash health slash I'm going to stop eating this or I'm going to start eating that or I'm going to exercise on this day or that day and you've thought it through and you've figured it out and you've worked on it and this is my plan, Monday this, Tuesday this, Saturday that and so on and so on. Who's got some kind of a mental health slash diet slash exercise well-being plan that this is what I'm going to do in 2024? Put up your hands. Oh, boy. Now, put them up. Let's see them. Come on. I'm going to put my hand up. There we go. And the rest of you? What are you doing? (laughs) Let's shame and name them now. (laughs) Okay, now, let me ask you this now. Who here... And this time, I'm not going to ask you to put up your hand. I've, I've embarrassed you enough now. But who here has a spiritual growth and development plan for 2024? I suspect the hands would be a lot less. See, we put so much time and energy into our physical well-being and we're intentional and deliberate and we give it thought and we develop it and we, and we worry about it and we think about it and we plan towards it. But I think for the most part, if we are really honest, we don't put nearly the same amount of effort into our spiritual well-being. God loves to see things grow. For us to become more like Jesus. And so we've been hard at work in helping develop a discipleship pathway to help this community, you and me, develop this year an intentional and deliberate and thought given to spiritual growth and development plan. And so I'm going to invite Stefan to come uh, and explain to us our crossroads, our new discipleship pathway that we want to share with you going forward. So Stefan is the leader of our... um, of our community ministry at church and our discipleship pathway sits within um, Stefan's responsibility. So I've invited Stefan to come and share with us our discipleship, our grow plan. Stefan, tell us about it. Okay. Thanks. Good uh, morning, everybody. Um, thanks for the introduction, Paul. And I think the verse that um, Paul you know, brought up is extremely relevant. And, um, and so it, it's so exciting to be able to share this today. Now, the Let's Grow and Discipleship Plan, um, before I go into it, there's just a few things that I want to say about what it is and what... Now, the first thing is that, first of all, this is a journey of your own. In no place is it a checklist of something that anybody's ever going to ask you. This is something that you'll be asking yourself. This is the place where you want to start your growth, spiritual journey. And the purpose of this is to guide you through this. Every single person in this auditorium is in a, in a different place in their life. In their spiritual life, in their journey with their personal relationship with God. So 
But as you go into this process, I want you to be honest with yourself. And then lastly, and probably the most important part, nowhere in this is any judgment of where you are. You are where you are. And that's fantastic. The fact that you are here today and that you'll be seeing this and kick off a new start of your spiritual life, this is what we are dreaming about for every single person. So if we look at the first slide, how do you grow as a disciple? Now for us at Crossroads, we've identified three areas that we believe is critical for you to grow as a Christian in your spiritual journey. Now the three words, and you might have seen it somewhere on the website or heard it around, encounter, embrace, and engage. And we want to just put your focus on a little bit of a next level to those three words. Now, the three areas are encounter slash learning, and this is the receiving part. Sitting in the chair, receiving some knowledge about who God is, about what the church is, going to a course, receiving the knowledge there encountering the Holy Spirit, and learning about faith. Second part, the embrace, which is the serving part. This is where you get out of your chair, and maybe you join a, a ministry, and be part of a team, and doing something valuable in the church. And then last is the engaged community part, which is outside of the borders of our direct community here. And you've, for example, heard about the newest stat, which is our project, our outreach project. It's going outside, maybe on a mission trip, doing something on the outside and reaching people. And as Paul mentioned, remember in the back of your mind what our sole purpose would be if we are to grow into these Christians, these disciple makers. We are all called to be disciple makers. All right, let's continue. If we go into the first steps. Now, as you come into Crossroads, you might be a new um, member. You've never been to Crossroads. You're just visiting. For us, it's important that everybody starts at the Take Root course. Now, the Take Root course is our new members course, and this is a place where we bring you up to speed about what we believe, who we are, what we want to see you become, and so on and so forth. Now from there, the second part is to join a life group. Now, next week we'll be talking more about life groups, but as you know, this for us is fundamental to be part of a community, a smaller community, which will also form part of the receiving part, the community part. For us, this is in the background of everything that we do. And then third, is the ask the discipleship questions. Now, what is this? And this is something that we've created, that we've been praying about, and we believe that looking at these three questions, it will bring you to a place where you can really be honest about where you are. Now, let's have a look at the questions. Take a moment and read through it. Thinking about only you and nobody else. Where have I been? Look back at your spiritual life. Be honest. For some, you've been nowhere. For some, this is the first time receiving the word. For some, you've been receiving it for years. Maybe you've done a course here and there and you served here and there. Maybe you've never served. Maybe you've never been to an outreach. 
You've only been sitting and receiving. For some, you've been everywhere. You're a leader. You're this, you're that. But the idea of these three questions is, where have I been? What have I done? All right, so I've done Alpha Course. I know something about the Lord. What's next for me? Where am I now? What am I, what am I going through? Maybe there's some emotional damage and you need some counseling. And where am I going? What is my plan? Now, as we go into the next part, you'll see that we've created these seasons, and you'll see it on the next slide. Every single person in this auditorium will fall somewhere in between these. Now, you've heard on, the, on that fantastic verse of, of um, Paul, the three words, grow, thrive, and flourish. Now, the grow part, and you've received your seeds, you know, there's something sprouting, Maybe you're sitting here and you're asking questions about faith. Maybe you're just a brand, brand new Christian. And my word, I remember that that's probably the best part of being a Christian is that excitement, that feeling of the Holy Spirit being in you and just want to learn more and more and more. For some, you're in the thrive stage. You've been coming to church for quite a while. Maybe you've served on a, on a welcome team or a, some sort of a ministry, being a team member, not really taking lead, but... You know, you're sort of thinking about it, but you know something about church and the doctrine and what we believe in theology. And then you've got your flourish part. And this part is, you know, being a Christian where you're probably, you know, self-maintained and you can, you know, self-sustainable Christian. You can, you know, sort yourself out and you've got some sort of a structure to your life in Christianity and you've been leading um, and you've been giving and you've been all over the place. Now, these three areas, there's growth in all these areas, always. Now, I'll go into a little bit of detail. I just want to make very clear before I go into the next slide that these are only examples that I'll be pointing out of what you can do in Crossroads. The idea of this discipleship plan is we want to help you grow this path. Now, behind this is a lot of detail in terms of what types of courses we have, where you can serve, where you can go on mission trips, and so on and so forth. So these are just examples. But this is to get you going about your own spiritual life. So as we look at the first one, which is season to grow, now you remember this is for, for Christians that's new to the faith. Maybe still asking questions. Now on the encounter learning part, you'll be looking at courses like Alpha, a course about Christianity, being a new Christian. Gives you a broad idea of what Christianity is about. The Grow One course, what's church, what's doctrine, what's theology, what's, how does the Holy Spirit work, how, and so on and so forth. But learning about that part. Embrace serving. Explore serving teams. Now, we're not asking you to sign your life away and start serving and we're going to press on your button every two minutes to come and do something. But we want you to experience something about serving. Maybe joining a team like a welcome team where you just become a, a team member. Enjoy it for a month. Maybe it's not even for you. You can try something else. But start the process of serving. Engage with the community and participate in the local outreach. For example, last year we went to the newest study and we played games and we had conversations with people. Join this. Start getting yourself out of the seat and into the community. 
If we look at the next season, the Thrive season, and you remember these are Christians typically that's been around the block a few times and they've experienced a few things about um, um, church. They've been through Alpha, for example. They know something about what doctrine is. You can go deeper and wider with your Grow to um, courses, learning more about the Bible, learning more about who the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit is, learning about leading edge in terms of how do I become a leader in the church? Unique designs, for example. What are my spiritual gifts and how can I use them? Embrace serving part. Now you've been serving in a team and it might be time for you to become a leader. Now it's time to move into a place where you assist another leader. The whole concept is based on discipleship. And I'll get back to this part now. Engage with the community. Help with short team missions. Get out. And the idea is that you start taking initiative in this area. Because you've been around the block. You know something about church. And not sitting, waiting, but getting out there and doing something. Next season with, with the flourish season. Now, as we've been saying that you've been everywhere. You're a Christian that really deeply understands church, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, serving, leading. You know what it's about. In this area, you are ready to transfer your knowledge. What you've learned, your seed has grown and you're flourishing. You're really ready to be out there. This is the time where you, are, you, have, you have become a disciple maker. Now it might be time to consider doing one-on-one -on -one discipleship with someone who is in the growth area. Maybe it's time that you're a leader in a ministry and you need to bring someone in the Thrive area up who wants to be assist leader. When it comes to the courses, Grow 3, which is even deeper into the Word. Leadership development. We've got the embrace and serving. Lead a team. And be a disciple maker, mentor. And then the last one, engaging community. Is maybe it's time for you to arrange a local mission outreach. And I've been in church for many, many years, and I, and I realized that we so easily fall into a place where we wait for the church to organize everything. We are small staff, just a few. It's not possible. The idea is that, can you imagine that everybody reaches the flourish stage and everybody's ready to just get going out, evangelizing, organizing, taking lead? How inspirational would it be if every single leader in this auditorium has someone on the left of them who they're discipling? This is the goal for us. I just want to bring up the next slide again about the discipleship questions, and Paul's going to come up again, just wrapping everything up. But as we go into the last part of this morning, to think about these three questions and where you are. Paul will discuss how it will work after the service, but I truly, truly hope that you find your place. And I also want to make very clear that this thing for us is so incredibly important that we will work extremely hard to expand it and make it be bigger and better 
so that everybody always has a place to grow. Amen. Paul. Right, so friends, the idea is very much that um, we want to encourage you this year to think about, to pray about, to develop your own spiritual growth discipleship plan. And so I hope you could see in Stefan's slides the progression. Perhaps where you're at spiritually, it's you need to just participate, look into, investigate, or perhaps be involved. But I want you to see the progression that happens in your spiritual journey. Maybe you are in the stage where you need to start leading, mentoring, passing on that which you have learned. Help lifting someone else up. Help them to grow. And what we are saying is in each of these seasons, in the area of encounter, embrace, and engage, we want to be that fertile soil. We see you as the seeds, as it were, and we want to be the fertile soil, creating the environment, the place, through our courses, through our volunteering, through our Sunday worship, through our teaching, through our fellowship. We want to create an environment where you can live out this discipleship journey of yours, this plan. So no matter where you are, who you are, there is something for you. We want to create the space where you can say, God, where have I been? What have I done? Where am I now? Where do I feel you are leading me to go? And then here in Crossroads, there will be something for you no matter where you fit. But the point for us is that each and every one of us Go home and sit down saying, God, what is my spiritual growth plan? And this is there to help you. And no matter where you're in that journey, there will be something here for you to help you learn more about God, to help you serve, which is part of our discipleship journey, and will help you engage with the world outside of these four walls. It's a beautiful thing. So what I want to show you with the following, have a look at this. All of this you will access on our app. So we're going to show you a short video just to help you say, okay, how do I download the app? Where do I find all these courses? Paul, I'm new. I want to do the Take Root course. Where do I find out? This video will show you. Paul, I am, I've been in church for 40 years. It's time I'm going to be a mentor and pass on some of this. And I want to develop my leadership skills and pass it on. Paul, where do I find that? What do I sign up for? This video will show you where you find what's relevant for you and how you can sign up. And then the idea is, then the idea is that afterwards, you'll see people wearing caps and badges on the caps. And they are here to help you answer questions. You've got, uh, 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 Stefan said this, or Paul said this, I don't quite understand. Find people with caps wandering around and ask them your questions, and they will point you in the right direction to help you develop your uniquely designed spiritual growth discipleship plan for 2024 and beyond so that we will be a community that is committed to our growth. And to that end, you have all received, before you watch the video, you've all received a little packet, I hope so, with a sticker on it that says, let's grow. Have you got it? Now, in that packet is um, seeds. Not just any seeds. 
sunflower seeds. Do you know why we picked sunflower seeds? What do we know that's unique about sunflowers? They follow the Oh, there we go. They follow the sun. And so we invite you, take these seeds and plant them and let it be symbolic, symbolic of your spiritual growth plan this year. So when you see that thing grow, you think, ah, oh, yes, I'm growing. Or you see it a bit flip and it's a bit sad. They may be like, maybe it's a reminder, oh, yes, hang on a minute. I, I, I'm not sticking with the stuff that, I have, that I've committed to for this year. Is for a Dutch word? Okay, good. <coughs> Let it be symbolic of your spiritual intent, your intention to grow spiritually to a place you've never been before. Come on, people. Lord, I want to be more like you, Jesus. Help me to do whatever it is I need to do. Let me sign up for whatever I need to sign up. But I want to grow closer to you this year. Let it be symbolic of that, and also let it be symbolic of the following. After the video, we are going to pray. I'm going to invite you to stand with me and pray out loud with me a prayer that speaks to this commitment of being a disciple, of wanting to grow and become more like Jesus. We're going to pray that prayer together, but first, have a look at this video quickly. The Church Center app is an app that we as a church have been using for a long time. If you don't already know about it, I'll be showing you how to navigate the app and register for events. So step one, go ahead and open the app on your cell phone. It's called the Church Center app. If you don't have our church added in, just go ahead and type in the search bar and when it pops up, just click it. Step two. After you clicked our church, you should immediately be sent to a home page. And as you can see here, there are a few options you can access. But we are going to click on the I want to explore button. So go ahead and click that. Step three, you'll be sent to an information page where you add some of your details and select what ministry you are interested in. If you click on one of the options, it'll show you a lot more specific options to choose from. Once you've done that, you can go ahead and click Submit. Great, it's been submitted. Step four. All right, let's head back to the home page. Now, to sign up for events, just click on the Events page, which is right at the bottom of the screen in the right-hand corner. So just go ahead and click that. And here you will be directed to a page where you can view all upcoming events. Let's just go ahead and click one to show you how this works. And as you can see here, you can find specific details about event time, place, and date, and more information on the event itself. If you look at the right-hand corner of the page, you'll see a register button. Go ahead and click that to register for the event. And now you can select how many people you're registering. So if you're a whole family, go ahead and add as many members <coughs> as you'll be registering. Then click Next. Check if your details are correct on the next page and then click register again. And boom, you're officially registered for the event. This works the same for every other event you register for. And that's it. It's as simple as that. And I hope this video was helpful. Right. The idea is today we go and we take our first steps 
We're going to pray our prayer together. And in that prayer, I'm saying, God, I have been stagnating for a while. I've been stagnating. I'm in no remarkable way different than what I was this time last year. But enough of that, Lord. I want to grow. I understand how integral into your character is nurturing and caring and wanting to see me grow and become and develop the person that you always destined me to be. And today I want to begin to take those first steps. So afterwards, go, find those people with the hats, talk to them. Today, do not leave you without having signed up for something, registered for something that is uniquely part of your unique discipleship growth plan that fits and suits you in your relevant stage in your journey. Do not leave here today without having taken your first steps to drawing closer to Jesus. If you want to join me, I invite you now to pray with me this prayer. Will you stand with me as we reflect upon God's covenant with us? We're going to have communion together now, the greatest covenant, John 3:16. for God so loved the world that he gave his son, Jesus. As I reflect upon God's love for me, God's covenant with me, at the start of this year, Lord, I want to renew my covenant with you. I want to renew my commitment to you, Lord, and to the people standing here with me, to this church community. And very specifically, Lord, I want to commit to saying, Lord, I want to take an honest assessment of where I am and how I'm going to grow and take my next faith steps. Each and every one of us, whether we are 10 or 90, we all have next faith steps that we can take. What are yours? And are you prepared to commit to those this year? And so, if we can put that prayer up. I invite you to pray out loud with me. We pray. I am no longer my own, but yours. Put me to what you will. Rank me with whom you will. Put me to doing. Put me to suffering. Let me be employed for you or laid aside for you. Exalted for you or brought low for you. Let me be full. Let me be empty. Let me have all things. Let me have nothing. I freely and wholeheartedly yield all things to your pleasure and disposal. And now, glorious and blessed God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, you are mine and I am yours. So be it. And the covenant now made on earth, let it be ratified in heaven. Amen. Thank you for listening, and we hope that you have a wonderful week. See you next time.